0: I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family, where we're hosting the Ultimate TV Family Reunion. Today, we are talking about reality TV families.
1: Welcome back to My TV Family. As Meredith mentioned, this week at My TV Family, we are talking about the classiest of television families, reality tv families uh, we will also read a new listener <laughs> fantasy family this one's a little bit different meredith i think you're gonna love it i think um, so and if you would like to share your fantasy family with us please keep them coming at my TV pod at gmail.com And speaking of ways for listeners to interact with us here at the pod. (laughs) Tell us. (laughs) um, First of all, thank you all for your amazing ratings and reviews on iTunes. We really do appreciate it. And um, in the last week, we got a new review from Mallory, Mallory, Mallory. Um, The triple Mallory. (laughs) That reminds me a lot of Family Ties. (laughs) Um, Mallory. um, And Mallory, Mallory, Mallory says,
0: Meredith, she says we're super funny. That's so nice. That is really nice. We're (laughs) going to be riding that high for a long time. It's
1: true. That may be the nicest thing anyone has said about me all year. (laughs) Um, So if you, too, want to say things about us, (laughs) please feel free to rate and review us on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it, and that's how other people get to know about our show. So
0: do it. (laughs) But we're not desperate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Up first, as usual, um, we're going to give you a rundown of what we're currently watching. Listeners, we would love to hear about what you're watching. So tweet at us or tag us on an Instagram story while you're watching your favorite show and let us know what you're watching.
1: Yeah, please do. We love hearing from you.
0: Um, Robin, I want to hear from you. What are you watching?
1: <laughs> well, Meredith. I'm glad you asked.
0: <laughs> tweet um. at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know I would be <laughs> tweeting at you from uh, the next room over, for sure. Um, so I finished the first season of Atlanta. All right. And I'm caught up and current, um, which is very exciting. Although I go back and forth on whether I prefer watching things week to week as they are happening in real life and being able to engage on Twitter, yeah. Twitter-ness, yeah, uh, Tweety pages about it. Um or if I like to just be able to watch and watch and watch and watch.
0: The good news is <laughs> you have an opportunity for both. <laughs> that is true. In so many ways. I mean, what a time to be alive. Donald um, Glover has been in everything, right? Yeah. Now. He's been
1: all over all over the news. I wish he could like do something. Like could you sing, <laughs> could you act? Like do something with your life, Donald Glover. Um, so that's really good and I'm digging it. Um has some really interesting things to say about race in America. Um, so check it out. And, um, I'm also caught up on Jane the Virgin. Great. Um, that makes one of us, but great. That show, it's such a good family show. And. As in
0: it's about families. It
1: is. yeah, it's about families. I don't... Yeah, I would not watch it with my young child, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but it, the most recent episode got me thinking about how good that show is and how good the writers are at getting you invested in it. Yeah. And they made some really good use of flashbacks during the most recent episode, and I won't be giving anything to, away to tell you that there's a cancer scare, but... Um, But just the flashbacks and how they employed it, employed them to just tug at your heartstrings and not in a manipulative way at all. Just in a, like a nostalgic, I've been with this show since the beginning and I care about these people and they care about each other. Once again, I was reduced to a sobbing, heaving mess.
0: I guess like one of the one benefit or one big benefit of having a narrator though is that you can do those flashbacks yeah, kind of I, seamlessly.
1: I think that that show really makes good use of the narrator, um, and just I think as we talked about before, how it kind of skewers the format of telenovelas, but also honors and respects them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the narrator is clutch for sure. Um. So catch up on in the Virgin, I please. Will. I know. I need to. Um. And then Brooklyn Nine Nine. Which we talked about a ton last week. Yeah, it's back. It's back. I love seeing it on my DVR. Kevin and Raymond, probably one of my top couples on current television. <laughs> yes, they have such good scenes. They um have a couple of um interactions which they've played up before, and they I think feel like they do it with um, Captain Holt a lot too, where he'll just say, "Okay, well, excuse me, please." And then the person will leave, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, he was so mad. Like, can you believe that fight that we just had? So um, they have a couple of those good things. There is a Bunheads reference. Whoa. Which... Had me on the floor. It involves your favorite of mine, Charles, and how devastated he was when Bunheads was canceled. He didn't leave the house for two months.
0: <laughs> well, I can understand, Charles.
1: <laughs> so that was really good. I just I'm, that show gets so many good references, right? Um, and then, as we talked about last week, there is a reference to Holt being a father figure.
0: Hey, I know. I can tell the future. Yeah,
1: exactly. So um, it was really, really good, and I think you will love it. And I'm also um, keeping up with Unreal, which is, in my mind, a documentary about how The Bachelor is produced, (laughs) and it is, it's, as we've discussed, very dark. Yeah. (laughs) And this season, it just got super dark, and you can kind of see the train wreck coming. Yeah. But I'm not going to look away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've opted to look away. I also just don't really... When I watched the first, like, episode or two, I was like, this is ruining another experience that I enjoy, right? The Bachelor. Which is
1: real reality TV.
0: Yes, it's (laughs) totally real. I'm not saying it's real, but the fact that they're, like, trying to expose something or... And murdering people. Yeah, (laughs) well, I didn't didn't get that far, so... (laughs) Has anyone actually been murdered on The Bachelor? I don't, I don't think so. Well, that's a good record. Yeah. <laughs> See?
1: <laughs> no one murdered yet. Family values. <laughs> um, yeah, so dark but
0: good. And you, Meredith? Dark, dark but good. <laughs> Thanks for asking. How's your mood, dark but good? <laughs> okay, so as promised, I... Watched Live Sentence. Okay, tell um, me everything. I think I may have misspoke and said it was on Freeform, um, but... <laughs> Which is kind of how you dog on a show. Yeah, it's on its sister network. Okay, it's not its sister network, but CW. Maybe they're just... Same, dis- same, Distant cousin. I don't know. They- <laughs> um, so it's on the CW. Okay. And it was... Um, well, first, <laughs> let me just say, like, it's an hour-long. It's an hour-long show, Oh. I don't think I need another hour-long show in my life right now. That's a big commitment. It is a big commitment. You better be good. Um. Yeah. I, so I'm not really sure that I I need it. Here's I'm gonna. There's one one of my biggest frustrations not have it doesn't have to do with the show. But why don't all um, channels have their stuff on Hulu? Like I have about 75 different apps on my phone Same. to watch all the shows, which yep. I know says a lot about. Me. Um, but I'm just really annoyed that I have to have a CW app and a Freeform app and a. So. Well, Freeform, I think, is on Hulu. But here is where
1: I can. Uh, this is where I confess to you that I'm not a smart person in my brain. <laughs> I do not understand how Hulu works or what it is. We have it. I obtained programming from it, but I don't know what it is or where it comes from.
0: Um, It's like Netflix, but for shows that are currently on and old shows.
1: Okay. Well, there you go.
0: Um, I just... So, if you didn't... Like, Live Sentence was on and I didn't record it on my real TV. But it's only certain networks, right? Yeah. Why not all on Hulu? I know there's money stuff, right? (laughs) But... It really just drives me crazy.
1: Licensing.
0: It really drives me crazy when I go and type it into Hulu and it's not there. And then I have to figure out where to watch it.
1: I think the future is just one place, right? Yes. Don't you think?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Um, But I'm not about predicting the future. Except for when it comes to... Captain Holt. (laughs) All right. Um, That came full circle. All right. um, Other other than the platform. I know. I'm off off here. So Lucy Hale... Um, she was from Pretty Little Liars, as we talked about. She had cancer. Yes. Childhood cancer. And then, um, she had a certain amount of time to live. So, they flash kind of forward and say, like, everyone just tried to make her life as great as possible. Right. She fell in love and got married after a very short amount of time. You know, everyone hid all this stuff from her because they didn't want her to be... Mm. That's upset. So when she found out that she was cured, she was going to live, like everything around her came crashing down. Okay. Like, her parents were getting divorced and like her brother was, felt like he was overshadowed all the time. So he was like ruining his life. And What about her husband? Is he still around? Um, he's still around and they currently are like working it out. But they realize like, you know, he said, oh, I don't want to have kids because he didn't want to make her feel like
1: okay. she was... Keeping him from something. That yeah, did, yeah. So,
0: you know, they all kind of hid things and mm. they have to now get acquainted with each other and because they will have the future together. And so I think the storyline could work, but they make it really cutesy and they try and make it silly. And there's always a, a joke about this stuff. Mm. And so it's not, it's like, it's neither d- too dramatic or, or just a fun show It like tries to walk the middle, and I just don't think it works as very well. Pick a
1: lane, like, sentence.
0: Yeah, (laughs) my favorite. Um, (laughs) So Lucy Hale's character um, is the narrator through all of it, and she always just has kind of Zach Braff like (laughs) like little comments like in Scrubs, and it's just like doesn't fit something so big. Not that That I just not
1: fit the image that I had in my head of the show.
0: Yeah, so it just like. Everything is sort of on the surface, but they're huge things. Like, they're going to lose their house because they paid for all this stuff. And it just keeps coming and coming and coming. She's like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll see what we can do, right? And, <laughs> yeah, joke here and there, joke here and there. I'll get a job as a barista. And it's just... Will you
1: watch it again?
0: Well, I have two episodes in. <laughs> it's light enough where I can see myself watching it and seeing... It. It's like on par with like Heart of Dixie. Okay. It's that kind of that kind of show for me. So yes, I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to paint an accurate picture of some of the things that were wrong with it but it's like it's also kind of light and fluffy and interesting so don't watch it on Meredith's recommendation yeah (laughs) but if you watch it let's talk about it um and then I am holding on to Queer Eye as long as possible because I just feel like
1: every bite
0: they are my friends and they want the best for me and everybody and it just makes me happy and you know I
1: would call them a reality tv family a reality tv found family yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Love those guys so much. What episode are you on now?
0: Well, I'm on the last one. <gasps> Meredith! I know. Yep, yeah, so... The firefighters? Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. There are just so many sweet moments and funny, and I want I want Jonathan to change my hair and my <laughs> life and tell me that I need to focus on myself.
1: <laughs> it just, that's all I want is for someone to tell me to just <laughs> take some me time. Focus on yourself. You give so much to others. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about him? How casually he just touches people. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me touch your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a skill. Yeah. Well, so- don't worry. There is tons of stuff on YouTube and Instagram and all sorts of <laughs> other doodads and whatnots out there to get you through.
0: Um, And then I really was hoping to watch Station 19, and then I realized it didn't come out until this week.
1: And what is Station 19? It is the new
0: Grey's Anatomy spinoff. And I'm one of those people who still watches Grey's Anatomy, and I feel like I'm one of those people who's like still holding on to their high school days a little bit by watching <laughs> Grey's Anatomy.
1: <laughs> How many original cast members are still on it slash alive? Didn't they kill everybody off? Yeah, Cause... I don't know. One. So McDreamy's not on. No. It's a, not on.
0: Meredith Grey, Alex Karev, um, Miranda Bailey. McCafe. Yeah, Uh, McRib. (laughs) It's back. Uh, um, Anyway, they're having a spinoff, and it's the fire station in Seattle. One of the doctors is moving over to the fire. He's becoming a fireman. What? Um, And I just... There's something about Grey's Anatomy that brings me comfort, and I oh, get excited. Oh, I get that. I, I get
1: comfort <laughs> TV, food, comfort food TV. Yeah.
0: So. And we talked
1: about setting a, a show in a fire station, like yeah, that's well, a recipe for success. They're
0: making it work, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I was looking for some comfort, but I'll hold off.
1: Okay. And I want to know your full review of that when it comes out.
0: Oh, you know I will give a really <laughs> smart. And a then well,
1: fire station, you say? <laughs>
0: a well-thought-out
1: review. <laughs> They're like, like, get the pole for the
0: set. We're good. <laughs> okay, so... Um, remember to let us know what you're watching, um, and we would love to hear about it, or if you're, if you're watching the same things we're watching, let us know.
1: Yeah, tell us if you like Life Sentence. I need, uh, <laughs> yeah. need more information.
0: Um, it turns out I don't think it's doing very well either. Ooh. Like, I think the general consensus is that it's... She's the Zach Braff of the CW. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I watch Alex Inc. It's not, it wasn't a diss. It just felt, not, I don't know, not good. It didn't really fit. All say. right. Um,
1: okay, so as Meredith said, please let us know what you're watching. And also, as we said at the top of the show, we would love to hear your fantasy family. Speaking of the fantasy family, when you send them our way, you can put together any combination of your favorite characters from any shows from any era. Get creative, just like our next listener did. Meredith, who is our next fantasy family from?
0: And tell us a little bit about it. Um, This one comes from Kara Owen here in Austin, Texas. Uh, And Kara came up with her own idea here um, and i just first i have a question for you robin are there any rules when it comes to the fantasy family <laughs> much like the outback steakhouse there are no <laughs> rules
1: just right uh, and judgment
0: <laughs> so she decided to make her most dysfunctional tv fantasy family which i love
1: that is I mean- fantastic and again i am blown away by our um, impression that we just need to explain, if we just explain to people that they don't have to follow any rules, <laughs> and time and time again, people are just surprising us left and right by being, yeah, we got it. We got it. I know. Like, I see your fantasy family and I raise you a dysfunctional fantasy family. That's
0: fantastic.
1: Uh, so, so what did Kara put together in her dysfunctional
0: TV fantasy family? For parents, she has Kris Jenner. That's controversial um what side are you gonna land on that one I'm just kidding
1: oh I don't think that anybody out there (laughs) would put her up for mother of the year
0: um a momager Chris Jenner (laughs) um and she also uh, for another parent has um Mitchum Huddensperger from the Gilmore Girls that's a good one I know I kind of like this um cross pairing of reality with um, fictional TV.
1: Right. With uh, those those Gilmore girls. Can I just say that you may recall that I had a moment of Kardashian binging. Yes. I saw the episode where she cut her earlobes off. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> so here is um, and Kara, we're going to get back to it in a minute, I promise. <laughs> but one of the indignities of the aging process is apparently your nose keeps growing yeah. and your ears keep growing. Cartilage, yeah. Oh, excuse me, Dr. <laughs>
0: Meredith. I watch great Anatomy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the term you're looking for is cartilage. <laughs> um, so she thought that her droopy-ass earlobes were making her look old, and she had them, like, surgically altered, which I oh. guess is a co- – I mean, she rolled up in that doctor's office. He was like, oh, yeah, the old 1-2 uh, <laughs> earlobe, got it, yeah. Like, the
0: ear slice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Give her a package, uh, 259, code that, code that and yeah so anyway that's what i know about chris Jenner.
0: <laughs> great uh, <laughs> all right
1: so who else so in addition to chris jenner and mitchum huntsberger so
0: mitchum huntsberger um from gilmore girls i don't think he did the ear slice but i'm not sure i can't <laughs> we can't rule it out <laughs> it didn't happen in the show at least <laughs> and then um for a daughter she chose georgina sparks which is a gossip girl oh character which who, one is she um, she's not a regular. She okay. just comes in and causes all sorts of chaos. Oh. Um, and for the last like three or four seasons, she causes a lot of chaos. Okay. Which is a great choice. She's very dysfunctional. Um, and I think she would be great with her brother, Dick Casablancas from <laughs> Veronica Mars. I do love him. Oh, yeah. But he was awful.
1: He was awful. I have um, a soft spot in my heart because he's another one that I feel like got the, or at least the writers, he got a lot past the censors. Like there were yeah. so many dick jokes, yeah, <laughs> because his name was Dick Casablanca. They got away with bloody murder. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like Veronica Mars pushed the envelope quite a bit in that department. but yeah. Dick was um, a serial
0: offender. He, yeah, he was, and. He got better. I knew there were moments where you were like felt bad for him, which I think makes us like mm-hmm. we'll be okay with Dick Casablanca's.
1: He is but, charming in uh, his own.
0: Yeah, but he way. was pretty awful and I can see why he would be a great choice for a dysfunctional <laughs> fantasy family. Yeah, he
1: fits right in. What else you got?
0: Um and then she chose from for a grandmother, Ellis Gray, which I which is from Gray's Anatomy. Okay. Um it's Meredith Gray, the the one of the only original characters, oh girl, yeah, um, it's her mom who was, she was just like a stone cold surgeon. Uh, I thought you were gonna cuss
1: there for a second. Uh-oh. I got super excited. <laughs> a stone <No>. cold
0: <laughs> surgeon. I'm sorry to get you excited. Your hopes up. Um, and so it's a great choice. She was not a very um, compassionate mother. She was really just focused. Um, on one thing and it was her career and she did not like that meredith got in the way sometimes meredith oh that's we do that that's <laughs> meredith so we get in the way sometimes and this is this is one of my favorites is from kara's pick she chose the dog from Fraser.
1: okay is there a fan club out there for the frazier dog because that is i think the fifth mention that we've had in the fantasy but families.
0: this one's from the dog from frazier because she thought he was annoying <laughs> Because it's a dysfunctional family. So I love it, Kara. because I agree. They're all annoying. Wow. Strong um, stance. <laughs> and finally, to top it off, she chose Al Alinsky from Chicago PD as an uncle. And she says, because you never know if he's going to save you or bury you in the river. Wow. And like, that's a great choice for a dysfunctional uncle. Do you watch this that show? I'm not going to be able to say it. I was going to try and combine those two words. Don't do it. <laughs> we need the bleep button. Um, I, I, I've only seen – I don't watch it all the way through. I've seen a couple of seasons of Chicago PD, and it's true. Like He does give you um, major – Confusion vibes, mixed sickness, signals, uncle. if you will. Yeah, <laughs> Weird Uncle. If weird Uncle your, Al. If there's an
1: episode where we don't utter the phrase Weird Uncle, I'm gonna <laughs> buy myself some champagne.
0: It's like, it is, it is funny because. <laughs> That's just my TV family for you. There you have it. So, Kara, great choices with your dysfunctional TV family. It was, um, or your fantasy family. It was very fun to read and to think about. And now I feel like I need to make different types of fantasy families. Ooh,
1: and I like that. Stay tuned. Just in my
0: spare time here.
1: Kara, that was inspired. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and next, let's move on to our topic.
1: Topic! Um, so this week we are talking about reality TV families. Yes. Um, but before we get into our favorites, I thought we could talk about whether or not we think that reality TV is real. No. (laughs) The answer is a firm no, full stop. But, um, so, as we've mentioned, again, on every episode, uh, Meredith and I attended the ATX Television Festival last year here in Austin, and we sat on a really cool panel. Mm -hmm. First of all, it was really cool because they gave everyone an MTV fanny pack. Well, there you have
0: it. (laughs) I was sold. You had me at fanny pack, (laughs) as I always say. (laughs) Meredith, do you have a catchphrase? Actually, yes, I do.
1: Had made fanny pack. That's Meredith's shaken, <laughs> not stirred. Um, so anyway, that was super cool. But um, there were um, speakers on the panel um, who were involved with making Jersey Shore and making Teen Mom and making The Challenge and all these MTV shows um, that we know and love. And they talked about, um, I think especially as it pertained to um, 16 and Pregnant um, and then Teen Mom, how you start out with these sixteen-year-old girls who mm-hmm. are just regular high schoolers who have found themselves in a family way, and um, then the cameras come in and their lives start to change and they become famous and
0: and they're making money on they're the making show, money on the
1: show and on other things. I mean, a lot of these girls have written books now and gone on like book tours and um,
0: appearances.
1: Yeah, so um, they talked about um, how to deal with that and whether you acknowledge that on the show or whether you pretend it's not happening. Um, and I think Teen Mom OG, um, which I'm very well versed in, <laughs> um, it handled it in an interesting way. They find they just leaned into it and said, "You know what? We're gonna film." The show as we make it, so you'll see the cameraman in the shot. You'll see the producers in the shot. It's funny when you see a cameraman in the shot because you wonder if there's a cameraman filming a cameraman. But it <laughs> yeah. gets it gets a little meta. It is. Um, it is
0: a cameraman filming a cameraman. Yeah.
1: So you just have to hang on <laughs> when stuff like that happens. Um, so that's really interesting, and they kind of they let the characters talk about their Twitter following and their social media and their feuds and stuff like that. Um, and then old Dr. Drew always comes in to have a big chat at the end, which that guy needs to lose his license. But, um, anyway, <laughs> so I think it's interesting kind of dealing with these people who the show makes famous and then they yeah. don't want to deal with them being famous.
0: Yeah. I it it's hard to avoid. Um, I think Jersey Shore, I know they're coming out with another one. Is it already out?
1: I, I don't know. I remember seeing a
0: preview for it. But it... Uh, everyone's questioning that like in Jersey Shore they were always out partying and having fun and meeting people. (laughs) Now they all have kids but like people recognize them so it's not like...
1: It's not the same to go to a bar and like like, yes, people are – you're going to get attention if you go to a bar with a bunch of cameras, but, yeah. like, not the attention that Snooki and
0: – Yeah, the paparazzi and all Polly this stuff. Polly
1: Walnuts or whatever that guy's name is. Um, no, that's the Sopranos. <laughs> uh, Polly D, sorry. Um, so, yeah, I think that's an interesting thing to think about. And then I remember um, someone coming off of the real world talking about how everyone knows who you are, but you can't make any money off of it. Yeah. So, like – it's interesting to be known by a wide population of the American public, but not it's to be famous but not to be rich. Right? Yeah. Like, like that's a kind of a whole subset of people that reality T V has created.
0: I know. Unless you were on like the hills because those girls all Yeah, don't
1: worry about old LC. She made it all alright.
0: <laughs> they're rolling it. But there are certain groups I think now that Instagram is around that they you know, they push those products. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they make appearances and that's where, where they are able to make that Cheddar. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> 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 um, yeah, not everyone can have a line at Kohl's.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Snooky line
0: at yeah. Kohl's. I did think that was really interesting. You see that in the Kardashians too,
1: um,
0: where, you know, originally they were just like filming this family and what they do in their day, but now you see them, Walking into restaurants and seeing all the paparazzi, yeah. right? Like, you have to acknowledge that. And I think a lot of shows now are starting to acknowledge. I know, like, The Bachelor's starting to acknowledge that there are producers talking to... Ooh,
1: now just, that's like, interesting. Just
0: a little bit, you start seeing... The contestants start talking to producers, and they start showing that those interactions. I call um, that
1: the unreal factor, right there. Yeah, they yeah. were like, "Ooh, we're so busted. We might as well show it on on the
0: air." Well, I also think there are certain storylines that they want to tell, and they didn't realize they could tell.
1: <laughs> it's the equivalent of the narrator on Jane the Virgin. Yeah, yeah,
0: that <laughs> that now they can they can tell it without it having to have someone. Tell the story. Um act it out. Yeah. <laughs> the blurry reenactment. Um but um we think I think this is this is my idea, don't steal it. <laughs> Trademark No, I the Survivor needs to make a show where they show the behind the scenes. Ooh. Because I want to know how they film Survivor one. Yeah. And two they set up all those crazy obstacle courses and different <laughs> deadly different challenges, right? Yeah. And I want to see, I want to yeah. see him doing that. I no, wanna is see that
1: not a thing? Is that not like a web series or anything?
0: I don't think so. If it right. is, if I know what I'm doing dollar with my weekend, idea, girl.
1: <laughs> Remember the little people who you met on your way up.
0: But I'm always so curious at the behind the scenes of Survivor. So
1: this is not on our list. I'm going to go off script for a minute. I hope that's okay.
0: Um, do, okay.
1: <laughs> do you watch The Amazing Race? I We did for a long time. That's such a good show, and I would totally like to see a behind-the-scenes of how they get all that to work out. Yeah. Because um, I remember reading article. What's the uh, – the Je- no, that's Jeff Probst is the survivor guy. Anyway, the yeah. host guy from mm-hmm. The Amazing Race. Old What's his name? Um, I remember reading an interview with him where he said that sometimes – the, the contestants are running up a hill to yeah. the finish line from one direction, and he's running up the back of the hill to get to the finish line. Yeah. Um, and like, they literally fall over each other mm-hmm. trying to get there so they can film, which I thought was really interesting. And, um, yeah, I think you and I should go on The Amazing Race. How about that?
0: I will do it. I, we really love The Amazing Race. It's just one of those shows that kind of fell off for us. We, yeah. Obviously. There's a lot of TV out there. In the world. <laughs> obviously, we're watching a lot of TV in our life. Um, but his name's Phil. Old Phil. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce his last name, but. Gilbert. Yeah, they should. They should show us how they do that. I hear Amazing Race. You're just tired for the entire time. Well, yeah. You never sleep. And then you're
1: with your like new boyfriend or your sister, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, i am going to murder you.
0: <laughs> I know. I this we. I could not. I cannot go on the Amazing Race because Meredith, I would be the person. I already who you're filled like, out our application. <laughs> She's filming us right now. (laughs) We're on Amazing
1: Race right now. Get your suitcase. We're leaving. I hope your passport's up to date.
0: This is our starter package here. Okay.
1: (laughs) So, speaking of amazing uh, reality TV shows, um, I think it's kind of widely acknowledged that one of the shows that started this um, reality revolution is The Osbournes.
0: Yeah, as far as family shows, for sure. Family, yeah, because oh, yeah.
1: real world was. We brought like up a lot of, opening salvo.
0: <laughs> yeah, we brought up a lot of um, reality shows that are not necessarily surround about surrounded families, right? Mm-hmm. So, Amazing Race has family members in yeah, it sometimes. I'm counting it, yeah. <laughs> Sixteen and pregnant. It's right there in the title. Yeah. <laughs> but I would agree that the Osbournes is one of the first kind of reality TV families.
1: And it was huge. Do you remember at the time that was a big deal? It was a big deal. Let me tell you how I know it was a big deal. I was living in Philadelphia at the time. Okay. It was like one of my first big girl jobs. (laughs) And I had a TV with like rabbit ears and a... Coat hanger as an antenna, so I got like half of one CBS affiliate <laughs> channel. Sure. But the Osbirds was such a big deal, I would drive across town to my friend's house who had a full cable package. And watch it every week. I know. That's dedication. It was. Well, you know I'm dedicated to television. (laughs) I'm familiar with that. So uh, we put out a request on social media for you to contribute your favorite reality TV families. And um, Kate Casey, who hosts the podcast um, Reality Life with Kate Casey, said that her favorite reality TV family of all time was the Osbournes. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a, a great pick. Um,
0: to, I'm, go ahead. This is going to sound snobby, but I was <gasps> always really surprised by their home and what it looked like. It uh, felt very grandma.
1: Really? I don't yeah. remember that. I remember Ozzy being a hot mess. I remember... The kids being kids, and I remember a big scandal about one daughter not wanting to participate in the show. Yeah. Which, like, turns out she was the smart one to not <laughs> associate herself with that mess, but... Um, and then Sharon and everyone making fun of her accent. And yeah. She landed on her feet. She's got herself a little co-hosting gig at a talk show. Yeah. Probably she's doing shy. just fine. She's doing just I hope she fun. updated her kitchen. <laughs> Sharon Osborne, this message is for you. You have a grandma kitchen. That's from Meredith. She can't talk right now. She's on the amazing race. But if you have questions, reach out on social media.
0: Well, it's fun to hear what other people like. Yeah. And
1: Kate, uh, this is Kate Casey again, said that we really need to start watching the Goldbergs. Okay.
0: That's. Over I mean, and over again. We'll do it. That's the
1: hundredth rec for that. I think we need to do it. And speaking of Philadelphia, where I went on my trek to watch the Osbournes, um, that's where the Goldbergs takes place, and Kate said that it was a spot on the portrayal of that time and that place. So oh, interesting. Uh, fine. You've convinced me. Of um, it is. Okay, so how about you, Meredith? Do you have, like, a favorite kind of reality family or a favorite genre. I mean, I feel like reality TV has been such its own thing. Yeah. That there are lots and lots of little slices of that pie.
0: Yeah, so obviously I'm not opposed to watching reality TV, (laughs) but I don't think I ever... I feel like there's a kind of a big hole in my reality TV, and that's like the family shows. one well, surrounded by families, when okay. you look at the list, I'm like, no, no, no. But I feel like I can hang on all the conversations, right? Like,
1: I always feel like you can hang when it comes to <laughs> talking TV. <laughs>
0: um, but if I had to choose like a favorite category of reality TV families. It would be the ones surrounded by celebrities. Ooh, I like that. Um, so I watch Run's House with Rev Run from Run DMC. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we will. Um, you know, I I'm well versed in the Kardashians, unfortunately. Keeping up, um, and I watch uh, The Osbournes. Any any celebrity, I'd I'd tune in here and there. <laughs>
1: Meredith Meredith tunes in for celebs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I turn out for celebrities. <laughs> Um, how about you? What are some of your favorites? Well, Meredith, I
1: my (laughs) name is Robin and I'm addicted to reality TV families. Um, I have a little bit of a problem. Um, (laughs) I love, I love them all. I, I like the ones that are about like big ass families. I like the ones about multiples. I like the ones where having multiples gives you a big ass family. Um, you know, there was, like, kind of a run there for a while with, like, John and Kate Plus Eight mm-hmm. and um, Quince by Surprise, which yes. is actually a family here in Austin. Yeah. Um, so just cute. And I think that, like, oh, and the other one was um, The Duggers, your favorite.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> Even their name just sounds is like such a downer. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> we'll be getting back to them in a moment. <laughs> um, so The Duggars, and then there was a spinoff of The Duggars about their friends, the Bates, who also have 18 kids and... Anywho, um, I think that the thing that – I don't know if this is why they're universally appealing, but this is why they're appealing to me. You know what it's like to have children and be a mother, right? So you can relate to it on a certain level, but then you're like, now I'm going to multiply that times 18. Like, how the hell do they do that? So they take like a little relatable slice and then kind of amplify it to this thing that's like kind of unique or crazy. Yeah. Yeah. so that is my favorite. And again, um, we reached out to listeners and got a couple of responses as far as what other people pick your poison in the uh, reality TV family game. Um, we got a couple of votes for The Little Couple. Okay. Um, I think they're in Houston. Um, that's a really good show. And I loved watching their adoption stories with their kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. I I feel like people are going to think that I just sit on my couch and sob hysterically into my Netflix account, which is an accurate portrayal of my life. So please keep on thinking that. Um, And then um, another um, listener said that she really liked Juliana and Bill. Yeah. The Rancics. Yeah. Um, That was a really good one. They they were another one that they were trying to have a baby, and then they finally had Little Duke. um, And... I would say they're in the minor celeb category. Oh, for that sure. Might, that might be a fun one for you. Yeah. Um, but that was a good one. And then um, we had another listener write in and say that she loved Little People Big World, John and Kate Plus 8, The Duggers, and Sister Wives. And she said, I thought this was very interesting. The theme for me is I start... Watching a show, and then I watch these people put the almighty dollar and ego ahead of their family, and then I stop. Yeah. Which it goes back to kind of our same discussion about, like, what happens when a TV show makes you famous, and how does that TV show continue, and how do you continue, and...
0: Especially when that TV show is supposed to be about your everyday life.
1: Right, and you're not an everyday person anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think John and Kate plus eight was probably the shining example of how something could go south real quick. <laughs>
0: um, I, when I ever think about John and Kate plus eight, yes. I always think about the episode where he got plugs <gasps> and I like can't erase the image <laughs> and I love it so
1: much. Um, I feel like I learned a lot that episode, um, <laughs> But yeah, she's another one who's like, I got to feed my kids and I have no way to feed my kids. I'm famous, but I'm not rich. At one point, she was kind of like the most loathed woman in America. Yeah. Um, just because of some of her nonsense. Um... And, you know, the other hard thing is that show was real good when those kids were cute (laughs) and little. Yeah. Not that they're – I mean, maybe I should not say that about real people living out in the world. But they're not little anymore. They're not adorable and speaking with a lisp and, like, you know, it's over. Um, So, anyway, good luck to you, Kate, (laughs) however you're putting food on the table. I think Uh, –
0: do they not still have – does she not still have things going on? I felt like they came back and did.
1: She has, like – She'll do like a little update, like, oh, we're going on vacation to Hawaii or Mm. whatever, and it'll be the kids and they'll be swimming with dolphins and then I don't know, there'll be some something.
0: She dancing with she did dancing with the stars, I believe.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was kind of her comeback. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Don't call it a comeback. (laughs) Call it dancing with (laughs) the stars. Ah, oh, that's it, fantastic. It, it's not a show I watched, but People.com. Mm-hmm. That In should be. Intel.
1: um Yeah, so that was definitely one. I watched that religiously. I really, I liked that show. I liked how, I mean, they were really kind of wretched to one another. Like, Yeah,
0: I I did not like that.
1: Well, but I thought like, they were good with the kids, and they would go on little individual dates with each one of the septuplets. I don't know, whatever that, whatever the word is, it means sex. (laughs) Uh, Fact checker. Um, So, yeah, I really liked it at the time, and now I disavow all knowledge of them, (laughs) as is my custom. Um, I am not ashamed to say that I watched 16 Kids and Counting, 17 Kids and Counting, 18 Kids and Counting. Like, I just kept on counting. I loved it. Um,
0: so that's the Duggars, right? <laughs> yes, that okay. is the
1: Duggars. Okay. Um, I'm counting on with them. I want to see like all those daughters get married oh, off. Oh, stop! I just I can't stop
0: watching. They're, they're... I know
1: some bad shit went down in that house. Yeah. And and in the yard and outside, inside, all around. But um, I really like keeping up with all their little personalities.
0: I'm <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you and a lot of other people, but just yeah, kidding. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the daggers are not for me. Not for you. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. I'll, you know what? I will keep you updated. You Thank don't you. Have to watch. <laughs> keep, um, you keep counting.
1: Are you a real world
0: person? I was. Um, there are, there was a good chunk of time where I was. Is it is it still going? It's not still going.
1: I would imagine. Yeah, I think. I mean, so here's the thing. Like now they have like real world skeletons in your closet or whatever oh, yeah. and then they're like Meredith mm-hmm. we brought you here today and here's your ex-lover and you're yeah. like what um so there's like just silly town USA so it doesn't <laughs> exist in the original form mm-hmm. and I know that this does not qualify as a family but I would say that some of those casts really did gel together and bond together like a family yeah so I want found family credit Especially for Real World San Francisco, which okay. was the, epi- the season with Puck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget the guy's name, who died of AIDS. Um, and Julie. And it just, oh my gosh, that one. Judd. Oh, so good. I think two of the cast members ended up getting married. Um, so that was a really, really good one. And then shortly after that, they went to Vegas. And I think that is widely Widely agreed as the season where the wheels fell off. Oh, okay. And it just became about, like, who got naked fastest and first and (laughs) who was Trichelle doing what with in the hot tub and...
0: Yikes. Scandalous. so anyway,
1: I was not watching that anymore. that
0: does not sound like you... Pedro Zamora. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I watched... I remember Seattle. Yes. I watched New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Um...
1: And Isn't the one, the there was one woman from real world New Orleans who married
0: Scott Wolfe? Ooh, I don't know if it was from New Orleans, but yeah, he did marry. A real world chick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the real world brought us a lot of things. I later watched the challenge yes. um, or like some variation of the challenge. Mm-hmm. I know the name changed all the time, um, but I loved the... Real world road rules challenge. Oh, road rules. Um. R.I.P. I know road rules. I thought was like the better of the deal, mm. but um, I loved, I loved all of that stuff. I, lo- I like when you put a little competition in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, especially That's
1: the amazing race, Meredith. Which I know we're going on.
0: Soon. <laughs> so great! It's fitting because <laughs> here's the first leg of our trip. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Run's house? I, so much I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I so, really do. Uh Run's house is Rev Run and his wife Justine and they had there I think there were a total of six kids over the the time. Okay. Um it was just it was an interesting view into their lives. I mm. feel like the first couple years really was like a view into this family's life. They they seemed to battle like being celebrities and having kind of fame and still like trying to teach their kids oh. important lessons and and how to stay humble and
1: what do you do if you are a parent and you have like a ton of money and you want to teach your kids that like no you have to earn this and get an allowance and
0: well what we do <laughs> <laughs> being rich and famous yourself that's what i'm asking um, yeah so it was i think it was an interesting interesting show i like that his wife called him joey um, was that his name? His name's Joe. Okay. But just that they called him Joey. Yeah. It just She's was like, like
1: not putting up with your f- famous nonsense.
0: Yeah. Um, Keep it They real. had a very... Like a wife ha- likes to do. They had a very um, intense and real life situation happen. So she was Ooh. pregnant with their sixth baby and... She had a c-section and the baby didn't make it and then they decided to I think the cameras were in the in there, but I'm not sure that part was shown, but they recorded uh, what the telling the kids that the baby didn't make oh my it God. and I can't imagine that was like the actual first time they told their kids that the baby didn't make it, but they wanted to talk about, you know, This situation and how they're going to get through it as a family, and Mm -hmm. um, which is so crazy that people would you know do that and share that with the world. But I think it probably,
1: I'm sure, it helped so many people out, like that's how. I've heard people say that they decided to do stuff like that, right? Is like if it helps one person out there who thinks they're the only person who ever lost a child, or da da da, da, da and like I'm sure it touched so many people, and yeah, because it's easy to go the other way and be like, oh my gosh, like why would you put that out in the world and la, 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 la. and I think there <laughs> has to be like a balanced question there of like, is it doing good in the world?
0: Yeah, and that 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 was the purpose. I- yeah. I believe that they were saying, we just want to be able to show that this is really hard for our family. Other people go through this yep. and this is how our family is going to move forward and we can survive. We can get through it even though Ugh. it is just like unbearably difficult. I can't imagine. Um, so that's one of the big things I remember about um, Run's house that they, that they did that. That felt like that felt huge. Goodness. Um, and then they had, two older daughters and this is going to (laughs) transition on a lighter note from like a a really like (laughs) um difficult topic to just a really stupid meredith (laughs) meredith opinion he had um two older daughters and they had their spinoff show called daddy's girls and i just think like you really should choose a better name
1: A term that needs to be retired. Yeah,
0: Daddy's Girls just was that's terrible. Terrible name. I don't think it did very well. Choose a better name. Come on guys. So um that was that was a celebrity fan oh, fantasy family.
1: Reality TV family. Yeah.
0: Oh man, we're plugging that hard. So let <laughs> uh reality TV family that I watched. Mm. What there are there others that we haven't touched on. So
1: I just wanted to give a shout out to Chip and Joanna Gaines. Okay. Um, because they are Texans, just, just down the road. Yeah. Down the road a piece, um, in Waco. Um, have you been to the silos before?
0: Yep, hashtag miles to Magnolia. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have, I've um gone on the swings out front, ate a
1: cupcake, whatever. I don't know, man.
0: Chip and Joanna are savvy. It's not a show, I don't watch the show, oh, but I still so went to Magnolia on our way to Dallas, right? We stopped, we Bought a couple of things.
1: Cupcakes. Yeah,
0: they are savvy. They have their show. They have their mm-hmm. that whole thing. They have furniture lines yeah. that tar- They're in Target. Girl,
1: you you hook up with Target and look out. Yeah, they are savvy. They are. They have a magazine.
0: They seem to be happy as a family.
1: I know she's pregnant.
0: She's pregnant. <laughs> Having it all. <laughs> they're Having doing it, it. all. Um, speaking of having it all, yes. did you ever watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the award for best transitions this <laughs> evening goes to <laughs> Meredith. Um, I did not, wa- uh, you know, I probably watched an episode or two, um, That, I think, walks a fine line between... It's
0: like... Oh, now now we come out with standards. Oh, yeah.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Here comes Honey Boo Boo is crossing a line. For the record, I have
1: little to no standards when it comes to what I will or will not watch. But I think when it comes to stuff like that and, like, Duck Dynasty, although I have my issues with those clowns, there is a little bit of, let's make fun of the rednecks. Yeah. yeah. That's what I take issue with, Meredith. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, especially for a kid, like, all right, like, yes, she's drinking Mountain Dew out of a bottle or yeah. whatever, but, like, I don't know. I have a hard time. I mean, I watched it. Don't get me wrong. I watch all of it. But uh, I don't know if that is the best
0: representation of... You felt like they were exploiting them a little bit?
1: Well, where does that show take place, do you know?
0: I don't, but... Austin, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> my house <laughs> um i didn't really watch a ton of here comes honey boo boo but i there was i don't even remember why i got hooked on toddlers and tiaras it must have been like one of those like um, you lost
1: a bet or something no
0: like I'm, i don't know how this happened but, <laughs> but just like you know I was when at you're at the gym with your I have three children. There was a lot of nursing in the middle of the night. You situ- did, uh, situations gone. I feel going like on. I've
1: told you many times. You do not have to justify.
0: Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. But I felt like it was one of those where I got hooked I on how in the how middle. Have to <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night, and then I could not look away. The, um, was, the teeth they the put the in the flipper. The, the flipper. <laughs> <laughs> the flipper. The go-go juice. The hair oh, pieces. the hair pieces and. Oh man, the the fact that these young girls are into it enough, like some of them really...
1: Uh-huh, and some of them are not.
0: Yeah, and their parents are, are pushing it on them, and like I'm sure there's some things that <laughs> go on behind the scenes that I don't want to know about, because there are things oh. that go on in front of the camera that I don't want to know about. <laughs> But it is fascinating. Oh, I love that
1: show. I have no um, excuses or like (laughs) preambles. I just loved it. I loved it like purely and with an open heart.
0: Oh, that show was... The (laughs) flipper.
1: I mean, but now that you have kids who've lost teeth, don't you, like, look at their faces and think,
0: like... <laughs> oh, yeah. All my kids, when they start getting the big teeth in, they all need the flipper.
1: <laughs> I wonder if those are, like, commercially available or if you have to have, like, a license or something to buy those.
0: Um, Stay and tuned.
1: We'll figure that out.
0: Well, I didn't watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo enough. I am... I was, like, super interested in uh, Mama June's transformation.
1: Yeah. She What's did her this secret?
0: huge weight loss transformation. Did she have
1: surgery? Or something? I
0: think there was maybe have worse surgeries involved. You gotta tell
1: me this stuff. Like, I don't like people coming in with a before and after and just being like,
0: "Oh, I don't know, the pounds melted off." Like, you need to say, "I got the lap band," or <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it was out in the open. I'm not sure that it was a. Uh, It was hidden. It better better not be. But I was glued to that transformation. Every time a new picture came out, I was just like, I need to see it. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Mama June. You you heard it here first.
1: (laughs) Up on some honey boo-boo. Can I have an honorable mention? Yes. Okay. I know this is technically a cooking show, (laughs) but... Um, I feel like she features her family, so it counts. I am madly in love with and slightly obsessed with the Pioneer Woman. Oh, yeah. I adore her, Mm -hmm. and I am convinced that if I lived on a ranch, I could cook all day, too. Yeah, I think. just
0: so happily. Oh, for sure. It's just the ranch. With joy in my heart. (laughs) Yeah. It's about property. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as you get that ranch... (laughs) Um, watch out although
1: I think I imagine a target run for her is like a three hour adventure just to get there so maybe that's not the life for me but um oh my gosh do you watch that show ever?
0: I have seen it yeah and I use I use some of her recipes every now and again um I'm not trying to brag when I've got some butter on hand (laughs)
1: Um, I made Pioneer Woman meatloaf last night.
0: Well, I'm not trying to brag. Just kidding. That
1: was a total <laughs> brag. Um, it was literally covered in bacon. So you make the meatloaf and then you wrap it in bacon. <laughs> so just super healthy and low-cal. Um, and, but I just – I love – hearing what the what lad and the cowboys are up to and the kids and they're all those kids don't watch tv they don't they have zero screen time yeah they're out digging post holes and like you know she loads up the pickup truck and she's going to take them like cowboy enchiladas for lunch and she drives out to the field where they're branding the Whatever.
0: And <laughs> yeah. That's, all you need is a ranch. <laughs> that's cowboy talk right there.
1: And, oh, it's just so good. And she always makes dessert. That's another thing I love about her. <laughs> yeah. They're cowboys. They're hungry cowboys, Meredith. They need a dessert.
0: Yeah. A and, little sweet
1: treat. And so do I. So. <laughs> <laughs> we are also hungry cowgirls. Cow Cowpersons. Persons of cow. Um, but anyway, that is my honorable mention to the Pioneer Woman. I... Really and truly think that one day I will go to her. Um, she has like the mercantile now, and her, her little I mean, it's like middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Yeah. But I'm going.
0: You're going. I'm going
1: there. Um, um, I'm going
0: to have dessert. Follow your dreams, Robin. <laughs> follow your dreams. This one feels almost attainable. <laughs> and. Now we are going to wrap up. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So thanks for joining us. Um, Next week, we are going to be talking about our favorite father and daughter combinations in in TV families. We're going to be switching it up and looking at specific relationships.
1: Mars investigations
0: <laughs> so think about your favorite father and daughter combinations in, in TV families and send them our way you can send us your fantasy families at my at gmail you can reach out on twitter and facebook and instagram at my tv um, we'd love to hear from you
1: and again from needy smurf <laughs> please feel free to rate and review us on itunes Keep those five-star reviews
0: a comment. Thanks, and bye. Bye.